This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle Vando, and I am joined, as always, by Fanbyte's uh, expert of punching and good costumes, LB Hunk Tears. Hello. What's <laughs> up? I'm so not an expert of punching. Oh, I yes am you an are. expert in good pun and good costumes, though. But I am awestruck by punching. It's hello. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, and we have a, a very special guest today. We have an expert in being. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> John, I actually have no idea what, what you're... I'm an expert in. Neither no, do I. That Neither was not where I, I was. I, I was looking for like what style of fighting you enjoy watching and seated, being an expert seated, in. Seated fighting is my my specialty. <laughs> um, kind of bicycle kicking in front of me to push yeah. doors open. That's my style of fighting. <laughs> I like that. That seems fucking awesome. I don't know. I think that's great. So thank you for being here. Yeah, thank being, you for having me. I'm, it was it was my pleasure to be I, asked. Yeah, it, it's uh, we'll get to it because, of course, on this podcast, we always do uh, at least usually. Obviously, we have some special occasions, but typically we do a pro wrestling segment and an MMA segment. And uh, we both we all kind of share in the love and glory of both of these kinds of art forms. And John was asked here because uh, I happen to know that John watched a UFC card for the first time in a very long time recently yeah, really and i was just excited time. by that because it feels like maybe i'm infecting some of y'all uh with this mma bug that i have and as an mma zombie that's my my due diligence you know is to infect other people just as lb has infected me with the uh, a, a burgeoning love and appreciation of pro wrestling uh especially lb in the fight that you chose for us today uh do you want to set this up uh the uh, this nyla rose and uh, let's Hiraka Shida. I want to make Hikaru sure. Shida. Hikaru Shida. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Shida. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so this was a double or nothing at, at Memorial Day weekend. Uh, so so like this is very recent. Ago now? Yeah. yeah. As well. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, and this was Nyla Rose defending the AEW Women's Championship against Hikaru Shida. Um, double or nothing is. Like the kind of like the inaugural was the inaugural, like the first official AEW event. It was supposed to be in Vegas, which is why it has like a gambling theme. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, good. Okay. That, that makes sense. And yeah. I have so much to say about that because yeah. I had not seen an instant of double or nothing. So this is very funny to me. <laughs> nice. But instead, because of coronavirus, they had it in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> in the, uh, the practice stadium or the yeah the practice air place it's, it's, for the jacksonville jaguars it's basically the training facility for the jacksonville jaguars okay. it's like yeah. kind okay. of close to the, their shows now. it's kind of close to the stadium but it's basically a, a venue attached to okay. uh the jacksonville jaguars organization yeah gotcha yeah because they're owned by the same people 
AW and the the Jags. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Called. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. That's how they got their billionaire. Like WWE has gotcha. their billionaire, and gotcha. AEW actually has their own a billionaire. Much more billionaire billionaire. Yeah, much oh, more wow. billionaire. Much richer billionaire. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah, because the child, the child, the, the millennial <laughs> boy of the, of the Khan family is a big wrestling nerd. So it's just like, uh, uh, sorry, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I, was, I almost said rise, but I was, yes. like, I was going for yes. glow. But it's like, oh, yes. okay, so he's the bash. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is, okay. He's he is the bash he's absolutely bash nice <laughs> actually ba- uh he makes bash look uh pretty cool wow okay <laughs> he makes bash look like a pretty like a cool smooth guy <laughs> that's uh yeah that's a lot <laughs> yeah nice like he's just got the like he like very clearly loves wrestling yeah but he like you do get the sense that he's just like i have these very big action figures now <laughs> and they're my toys to play with like <laughs> that's the vibe i get from tony khan at all times yeah oh yeah. i love that okay i mean i don't yeah. love that because that's not yeah, billionaires are bad i mean we we say that on this podcast i i just that attitude uh, uh, made me giggle, perhaps uh, in a very bash yeah. way. So, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, I also don't think he has like a cocaine robot, <laughs> <laughs> which is sad, really. Uh, you know, I mean, like, okay, as like knowing, I <laughs> I love wrestling. Yeah. And because I love wrestling, I want cocaine and wrestling to be very far away from oh, each no, other. Oh, no, I, I agree. Right. I agree. It, it was more the, um, yeah. Just I do love that robot, The robot though. itself is the is the thing uh, there for me. But yes, I, I understand. That's a very reasonable <laughs> yeah. I, I, as, I, as I was saying it, I realized I was like, wait a second. Danielle is probably not a proponent of athletes no. using as much cocaine as they <laughs> now, want. I don't want them to use much of anything other than weed. Like, I, yeah. I'm pretty much like, please use weed. As much as possible, as much as you like, and then maybe not anything else. Thanks. I love I love the character of hyper sportsmanship, Danielle, but right. but loves cocaine. Is like, no, do all the coke you want, but don't break the rules, please. And don't be mean. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be that'd be a little weird. <laughs> That's like a really good character. It's though. a good character. It? It's the, the all cocaine fighting league. Just everyone is keyed, <laughs> keyed up like the entire time. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it, yeah. oh God, the number of like high concept ideas that people would come up with and then try to, <laughs> like, no, this is the best idea. This You're a genius. God, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to run through the cage. Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> You need more robots, son. You need more robot. Get the coke robot. Like, it's just like, no, no, it's not yeah. good. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, well, but this match none was of great. That happened in this match. Yeah, sorry, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this match was very good. Why are you sorry? Me and John are the ones. Yeah, we are attempting the ones who are sorry. <laughs> we are the ones who are sorry. But. I loved this match, actually. I didn't watch all of Double or Nothing because I was very depressed that weekend. Sure. Um, because uh, there were just all of a sudden multiple wrestler deaths. And oh, uh, God, yeah. yeah, it was a very, very sad weekend. Man, uh, what, and, hey, I'm just going to go out there. Bummer summer, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just did like, you watch that video? Fucking of all front this- to back. Yeah. Yeah. 
maybe you it sounds like somebody didn't start their day watching the video of racist statues being taken down set to Enya because oh, I uh, think the summer is actually pretty great yeah <laughs> that that but listen it, I think it's turning around if you know it's turning around <laughs> the, the 2020 redemption arc yeah, yeah I mean the, 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 the we started to see shades of the turn and now yeah like statues going into the sea uh, to Enya is very good I, I have to admit yeah. that yeah 2020 face turn yeah you know was like this that. the first Nyla Rose match y'all watched? Uh, for the show, yes. I, for me, ever. Yeah. Oh, what a I, treat. I, I think I'm it's one love. of her best ones. I might be in love, actually. What a treat. Yeah. I have a lot to say oh, about you Nyla might be Rose. In love? I might be in love. I might yeah. be in love. Yeah. Wait, let's. I want to hear about yeah, that. Yeah, please. I just loved everything she did. I loved all the faces she made. I loved, I, I took notes. I did the thing where I took notes as I was watching it. And like got very excited and I did the thing also where it's uh, me and I put a lot of like exclamation marks and things in capital letters and I put like this walkout and I was so excited Uh, and like just Rose coming out, Nyla Rose coming out and just like posturing and walking through the like fire, like the line of fire that that was put up there yeah. i'm sure there's like an actual term for that like torches or, or whatever it what like line of torches the, the short term the, the the shorthand is pyro just generally gotcha. all right you just call it pyro Spots but yeah and pyro gotcha 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 all right i'm starting to learn i'm starting to learn these things just like the faces she made i just wanted to like put my hands on her face and kiss her face and be like <laughs> i love your face so much you are you are just like mugging in the most beautiful way it's so much fun there was one time she made this incredible face when she was in like side control over uh, Sheeta. Like she was just like in side control, just like like using her whole body, her whole weight. She just looks up like, yeah, and it was just awesome. It was awesome. She just she has the, the best face. Yeah. She gives off like the most. I love being mean energy, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like my favorite. It's one a, of my favorite kinds of energy, energy for a heel to have, yeah. especially like a heel whose thing is like being bigger than their opponents. Sure. Um, yeah. She just looks like she's like, this is what she's been waiting her whole life to do is just like be like wear a cool outfit and be mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which I, is something I really re- respond to positively. It's a very good vibe for a heel to have. And I guess the the thing I wanted to say with, I don't want to be too navel gazy, but like one of the things that, you know, in, in when wrestling promotions get started, it's often discussed that like the only way you really learn certain things is by going through the WWE system of like, knowing where the cameras are and mm. like always being aware of kind of the mics and all the stuff. And it, you know, AEW is, is a very like polished thing with a lot of X WWE people like probably guiding that. But like Nyla Rose just has like it like Nyla Rose is like, she should be on fucking TV. I don't think she had to learn most of that. That's just like a lot of presence. Just like, always well she and has an acting background and sure, has been on tv sure yeah and was the star of a tv show which I mean, is it's, i know it's a different i know it's a different skill set but like yeah but she's just got it like it's it's she's really it. it really and it and it's like it's not that different from maybe the rocks background who was on national tv for football shit too like you know it's like you kind of see that stuff but it's like she's so good at um playing to the mics too like she at one point press slams 
uh, Hikaru Shida into, <laughs> over the barricade onto a roulette table <laughs> yes! that is just draped on top of like a bad folding table, which is very good. And then she yeah. just, you know, she just goes, always bet on black. And then yeah! like <laughs> walks around to beat the shit out of her some more, which is really good. Um yeah. I, it had actually been a while since I've seen a Nyla Rose match because I think I saw her win the title and this yeah. was like the last, this is like the, the only one I've seen since then. And I don't know. I, I just feel like she's getting better and better and better. She's definitely getting better. Which yeah. is amazing. I, I even noticed that bit, especially about the like asides to the camera and, and things like that, that awareness that you're speaking of. And yeah, I, I, I still know very little about the actual craft here. Of course, I'm just kind of learning, but like, I, I even picked up on that, like how good she was at like mugging for the camera and like knowing exactly what to say when and where to look when and just being like on point with all of this. It was so much fun to watch her. It, it, it really just, just so pulls fun. you in. It pulls yeah. you in like really yeah. effectively. And she's really good. She's uh, she's been good at that since day one. But it's sure. like I she's putting a lot of stuff together now. I mean, it's yeah. She's awesome. This, this I think, was like the first match where I felt like she really had all the pieces in place yeah. mm-hmm. for me. As much as I've enjoyed her her prior stuff, like especially that first match with Riho um, mm-hmm. on the first episode of Dynamite, um, like this one, like really, really did it for me in a big way. Um, I think feel like her and Hikaru Shida are very were like very good choices for um, this style of so like. You noticed there were people in the audience, right? <laughs> Those are yeah. all wrestlers. I was going to say, all... like, <laughs> they looked like teammates or like, I don't yeah. know, they seemed too into it to be just like a normal audience. But OK, that makes perfect sense that they were. Wrestlers. Yeah, those are wrestlers. Gotcha. Gotcha. Those gotcha. are wrestlers who weren't on the show. Gotcha. Um, and that's what they've been doing for their no audience shows mm. is they've been having just wrestlers in the audience. OK. Um, yeah. And. But because of that, like, you have them trying, like, kind of trying to make up for the lack of actual audience energy. Mm. It still doesn't, doesn't, like, it's not a replacement. Sure. And I feel like Hikaru Shida and Nyla Rose were, like, the perfect pair mm. to do a, a match like this for that type of basically no audience, but kind of audience. Sure. Because they play, like... Um, there's a part where Nyla, like, where Nyla and Hikaru are... Like by the barricade in front of uh, two wrestlers who, uh, Big Swole and Sunny Kiss, <laughs> and like the chemistry between all of them is really, really, really good <laughs> yeah. in that segment. Um, and like you can see, you can like com- you can totally see like Hikaru Shida and Nyla Rose like feeding off of uh, Sunny and Swole's like audience like collaborator energy. But I don't know, it's just. Like, I feel like their performance backgrounds doing in doing multiple kinds of things, like really lended well to this kind of like the way the energy worked in this match in ways that I actually I thought were lacking in a lot of the other matches on this card. Mm. Um, Like, I didn't think all of the performers, even like very, very seasoned performers were able to like keep the energy up the way Sheeta and Rose did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because a lot of people talk about how the crowd has to like kind of feed the action, but I think like really great performers can go out and have 
an engaging match without having to feed off of that. And even though you're right, like when they're feeding off of other good performers in the crowd, um, because I noticed I noticed that, too, like uh, Big Soul and Sunny Kiss are like uh, also very good at a lot of that kind of like bringing you in. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like I've. I've been so turned off by the no crowd wrestling stuff because I don't, it's, I, I, I think I get, I don't know. There was something, there's something so, especially with the WWE stuff with this, with no crowds or limited crowds or, or whatever. They've started to put plexiglass, plexiglass up sometimes, so weird. which is oh, really yeah, weird. And, and WWE has also started doing the, uh, they, they have like trainees, I guess, right. and people from the performance center oh, sure, sure. Okay. Uh, as their audience. But now. it's got such a different vibe. Like it's such yeah, a bummer. And this is one of the only no audience matches I've seen this summer um, that I wasn't, uh, just kind of like bummed out by just kind of yeah. watching like this was that this basically seemed like a regular match to me, which was um, I don't know. That's yeah. that, as big of a compliment as I can give it, honestly, because things are so weird right now. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, it's uh, on that note. And this is, you know, coming from an MMA fan who has now been watching no crowd fights for a couple of months. Like MMA yeah. didn't take much of a break, which I know we've talked about and how that's very complicated. Uh, but, like, I've gotten completely used to, and I actually really like the no crowd fights in MMA right now. I actually really love hearing the corners. I love hearing the specific yeah. instructions. Like, I love, on a strategic level, it's so much more interesting to me, uh, you know, as somebody who just loves the technique aspect of this and just wants to understand it so badly, of of that kind of aspect. But, like, it's such a different feel, of course, for right. her wrestling. But I just agree like this. They made it work. They made it feel like uh, a normal match and like a very high energy normal match. We talked about how much yeah. uh, the energy was great in the Pride match last weekend because so much of it was that crowd energy and people being so happy to be there and so excited. And like ev- every other person is wearing like something with a rainbow on it. Right. Like it's it is a Pride match and it feels like a Pride match. But this somehow like me. I guess part of my thesis here, again, as an as an uninitiated, was that they used the space so well that it they didn't really even matter did. that there weren't that many people there because they were throwing each other into poker tables, like and giant chips, you know, and, and things like that. Something about that was like there was almost like an embracing of like, well, this isn't normal, so let's do this shit instead, and it it worked. But uh, yeah. also, y'all can tell me if that's not really no, that's <laughs> how it absolutely works. true, yeah. and like the. <laughs> I mean, the main event for this was a pre-filmed <laughs> match that was uh, two teams in a football stadium, in the actual <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars football stadium. Wow. Yeah. Um, that included a horse, a horse. being ridden, <laughs> yep. uh, a fight in a bar, mm-hmm. um, complete with, you know, bottle smashing and then a break to drink for uh, the guy who drinks alcohol to pour himself a drink and his tag team partner who doesn't drink to pour himself a glass of milk. Um, (laughs) There was uh, like a little swimming pool and like it was like completely bananas and something that you could really only do with no crap. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Like that was like what they like. I think the most successful things they did that night were things you could kind of only do with like little with like, you know, either no crowd or like a very small crowd. Um, even though like, Oh, that was, that's my dog. 
Oh, your doggies are excited for you. Ori just rubbed up on my mic as well a minute ago. So, like, sorry if there's also animal noises here. Well, I I don't have any animals. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's not your fault. Um, but yeah, this match was so good that like I, it didn't even occur to me jo- until John was talking about the uh, roulette table setup yeah. that like the vibe at Double or Nothing when I was watching the other a lot of the other matches in this space very much felt like casino themed bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> like big budget casino themed bar mitzvah. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like the you know, like the the chips would like the giant chips would say like you know, Benji, you're a man. <laughs> On them, <laughs> we love you, love mom and dad. And then Benji um, gets thrown into one, you know, as as a, yeah. you know for fun, yeah. for fun, right, to celebrate, yeah. Um, but like they did, this didn't. They managed to like not feel that way to me in this match. Sure, but yeah. Like, I don't know, the, the all the great knee stuff, all the, like, yeah. stuff to the head, all the, ta- like, the tables and the chairs. It was just, like, I don't know. I, I really, really enjoyed this. I also really, really enjoy Hikaru Shida. I think she's really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I was not ready to say goodbye to Nyla Rose as champion. Uh, I I wanted her to be the first champion. Uh, I She's been my champion, like, since they decided there was a belt. Yeah. And yeah. she's still my champion in my heart. But uh, I, th- I thought Sheeta did great. Uh, I loved her Tifa gear. Yeah, she had like a little Tifa cosplay <laughs> going on. It was really cute. Yeah, and the like so. performance art in her walkout video, the like oh, yeah. mirrored suit or whatever that was, and and as she yeah. comes out and is like is Tifa was super fun. I also like am just very I I probably fell in love with Nyla Rose, but also always have a place in my heart as. As the smaller person in my weight class in any fight I ever go into, I will always, always, always kind of root for the small underdog as well. Just just be, you know, just having that little bit in my heart of like, I love it when the, you know, the smaller person wins against a bigger person as just like a, yeah, it's not all muscle. It's it's also occasionally you can win too. Not often, (laughs) but occasionally. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, uh, then we should watch the uh, the stuff where Nyla Rose gets beaten by a much smaller person. Yeah. Um, oh, the first champion too. who was like five feet tall and 90 pounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Her uh, car, she is like huge compared to Riho. Oh, yeah, really? Compared to Riho. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, she, her, she does what, like five, five. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah. Okay. She 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 is I think roughly the average uh build of I most most women wrestlers in mainstream wrestling but like yeah. Rio okay. is Rio is like tiny. oh my tiny Rio's tiny, a tiny tiny like the belt looks huge on Rio. Yeah, it yeah, did. It true. looked really really big. <laughs> and it looks like really small. Like it, it's a very small belt. <laughs> yeah, it is a small belt. Yeah. 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 And that was because their inaugural champion is looked is a tiny, was, tiny is person. a borrower yeah um <laughs> yeah oh, yeah yeah oh i love that so but yeah uh this is this is a continuation of the pride month uh yeah. matches as nyla is 
the first uh, openly trans wrestler to get signed to like a major company in the oh United States to be a champion in the United States. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. I, so and I love her even got more. A, she got a wife. Oh, uh, she got a wife. She got it. She got she a, Twitter, a She got a Twitter account. <gasps> what is it? Cause I'm going to follow it right live on air. Oh, Nyla. Nyla yeah. Rose. Yeah. Just Nyla yeah. Rose. Well, her wife also has a Twitter account, and her wife follows me now because I don't know why, but she does, and I was like, excited. Oh my god. Well, I'm officially in love. It's hungry for more. Nyla Rose Beast. Is no, that it's it? Nyla, yeah, Nyla Rose Beast. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, we're following now. Following my my new queen. She's my new yeah. queen, and I love her very much. Oh, incredible. Yeah, she's very I'm good. sorry. I'm, now I'm looking at her Twitter and like one of her recent tweets is just a picture of like a fucked up old like payphone. It just says, <laughs> what kind of Pokemon is this? Thinky face. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. Oh, she's like really funny. She's great on commentary. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's really funny. She, I guess one of her friends found an article I wrote about like my wish list for AEW action figures and uh one of my like one of my wish list items because at the time she was posting a lot of thirst traps um oh, awesome so uh, my my wish list items were championship edition nyla rose and then thirst trap twitter posts nyla rose <laughs> and she took a screenshot and like just started like started making fun of like not making it was a little bit making fun of me but i was i was thrilled in a good way it was, hopefully. Very, it was, it was a very good, good way i was excited yeah. to see that she yes. thought i was funny so yeah. and i have to now brag that nyla rose thought i was funny yeah i i i would brag about that that's where it's worthy of a brag yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is that is a good thing to brag about i think personally also, she did an interview uh Early on in the, I think it was like before Dynamite started airing, she did an interview where she was wearing two separate, uh, like, plastic tattoo chokers at once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is like, yeah, I've I've like absolutely stand ever since. Uh, That's such a, that's such a fucking powerful choice. This is very good. That's like a long-necked person choice that I could never, I could never pull off. <laughs> like, I do not have the real estate for two chokers. She is a queen, an absolute yeah. queen. I yeah. love her. Thank you for introducing uh, me to my next love in my life. I'm I so happy. It. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm like, commentary on these match, on the women's matches in AEW is hit and miss, often yeah. miss. Yeah, often um, miss, yeah. But like, they, they are correct when they say like, you know, she's only like six or seven years into her wrestling career. Um, she is just good. like she's watching her just this in the past year. She's gotten so much better and she's just going to like keep getting better. And that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, that's yeah. awesome. If I can, uh, I, I would be very happy to just like go the rest of my life without having to hear JR say big woman. JR. We, uh, but yeah, just we, having, having, well, we I won't get into it, but it's like having had 30 plus years of listening to JR and then like there was a really big break um, between like the last time I'd really listened to his commentary. And now I'm just like that guy. It's mm, no, no, it's yeah. no, no, no good. No good. Yeah. You should hang it up. Hang up that cowboy yeah. hat. Uh, one last thing I wanted to say about uh, 
about this match before uh, possibly possibly going on to to section yeah. two is just how much I loved the sort of exhausted exaltation. Uh, yeah, that she oh, exhausted and, exaltation like, is like one of the most important things you can do as a wrestler. Oh shit! Okay. It was really good. Yeah. It was very real. I, I loved yeah. it. I bought it like all the way. I was just like, oh, this is extremely good. So that was that was yeah. another awesome moment. Because like you can be tired, like being tired for real, obviously, like they went for like something like 20 minutes. Sure. Like you're going to get tired for real. But like being able to transform that tiredness and make it legible as a like into your performance is like it's very good. to me, like one of like the most impressive skills you can do. Yeah. You can have like and develop, and she does a really good job with it. Her like emotional work in this was actually like excellent. Yeah, um, that she was just like she went in really serious and pissed, and was just like fo- like her laser. You like really felt the laser focus that she had. Uh, yeah, no, I thought this was like was a killer match and like one of the best matches in the AEW women's division so far. Oh which yeah, is, which is a yeah AEW's women's division has had like I have some major issues with. Um, I don't think they do their, I don't think they do much with storylines. I don't think their character work is very good from a, like, like, I think the extra performers do a good job, but I don't think they're given a lot to do. Um, Mm. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they, there's enough focus being put on like storylines and stuff with the women in the company. Yeah. Um, cause the roster is great. Like the roster itself is very good. I think the the, the problem with the roster is that it's mostly pretty inexperienced. Yeah. um, In terms of time, except for the people who don't speak English. Right. Right. So like most of your English, like, so there's like a communication barrier there. And there's also like a, so you're, so you're expecting, I guess the expectation is that these women will pitch their own ideas and pitch their own storylines. Right. And if you've only been in the game for a short while and you're still getting a handle on it, you're still getting a handle on the entirety of wrestling performance. Um, you don't, and you don't have like the power to kind of, you know, back your claim of what you want to do it's just it doesn't seem to me to be a very yeah. smart way of booking yeah that's fair i mean a lot of the men's division is is legitimately like 20 to 30 year old 20 to 30 year veterans and stuff so yeah. that's mm-hmm. and the people who run the difference. company and yeah uh who you know are the you know um executive vice presidents of the company so they yeah yeah and have a lot of experience booking storylines rather than like just doing indie shows and uh, getting bookings and like paying rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is where most of the women on the roster are at in terms of experience. So gotcha. Yeah. Hell of a match. Uh, Hell of a match. Yeah. But it seems yeah. like a very fair uh, sort of systemic uh, commentary there for sure. So yeah. Yeah. But hopefully that'll get better and we will get to see like cool storylines and more Nyla and her, good faces and <laughs> yeah one thing i also noticed about this match that i've forgotten is that she has very good freckles on her nose yeah <laughs> she has really cute freckles it's true they are very very cute i like those okay. <laughs> that's, that's all i have to say <laughs> I, it's great she has cute freckles it's she great. does it's great i love her <laughs> i love her too now now i love her and we're gonna uh i'm gonna try to make her laugh on twitter one day too 
Um, oh, no, beautiful, I beautiful to- girl. I, I'm not trying to top you. I just now also feel the love is all. And like, I, I know, I no, it's, it. a, it's like, once again, it's the predator handshake. Exactly. But in the middle, it's just loving Nyla Rose. Yes, it's beautiful. The predator handshake is all, all like, it's all about what we do here. It's beautiful. We're, yeah. we're coming from different worlds and, and showing love. And this time it's for Nyla and Rose. Flexing. <laughs> yeah. And flexing our biceps as hard as we can. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, speaking of flexing biceps. Yeah, maybe that works. Uh, <laughs> do we sure. want to move on to the MMA section here today? Yes. Yeah. Let's right. do it. All right. So I'm going to set this up a little bit. Uh, and again, I want to hear a lot of, of John's thoughts here as a, as a person who hasn't watched MMA in a bit. Yeah. Uh, but this is very much also in keeping with pride uh, because Amanda Nunes, we've talked about her a bit on this show, so I'm not going to belabor it too much. I'll just go over the kind of really pertinent facts here of she's the uh, only openly queer champion, I believe, in all of UFC history. And she's a double weight division champion. Uh, and she is engaged uh, to her awesome fiance, who's also a UFC fighter, also like a number five ranked in her weight class, uh, Nina Ansaroff, uh, who is might actually be using uh, Nunez's last name already a little bit. A uh, little bit unclear. I tried to kind of find that, but uh, w- whichever, it's totally fine. She is heavily Danielle's pregnant. Got the scoop. Danielle's yeah. been in <laughs> like, the marriage certificates like, she- <laughs> department. She went to the courthouse, <laughs> asked them to pull the file. Hmm, like, appears, appears Amanda Nunez is already they're just, they're just so sent her cute. last name. They're just so cute. They are the most goals couple in the universe. Two like fucking badass fighters who are really funny and adorable together. And they're always doing like cute Instagram photos. There is totally like, uh, okay, I'm just going to tell you about this one. Like a alleged fart video where there's like an alleged fart from Amanda and Nina's laughing at her. They're just like the cutest fucking couple in the universe. And Nina is pregnant with the couple's first child. They're going to have a daughter in September. Uh, So going into this fight, Amanda is the unbelievable favorite. She's a two division champ, 145 pounds and 135 pounds. In the last couple of years, she has become like, she went from being just really, really dominant and really, really good to like the best, one of the best fighters who's ever done it kind of thing. Like just world champion, world class. Uh, And she on uh, Saturday became the very first person uh, of any gender in the UFC to successfully defend uh, both titles in two weight classes. Nobody's ever done that before. And and she made it look easy. Felicia Spencer is no slouch by any means. Uh, she's a very good fighter. She's a really good grappler. She is tough. She is tough Whoa. as they come. Tough I mean, as they she come. Took, she took a lot of, yeah. Yeah. of shit for five rounds. Oh, yeah. She like got that, beat up. That was wild. She got yeah. beat up bad. Yeah. Like, But she took it. Yeah, she she did and was like game for it, kind of. Yeah. She did not look like and there. Are, there are definitely times where a fighter, uh, very few fighters will actually say, like, I need to stop. Uh, yeah. A lot of times a corner needs to do that if they're really getting the shit kicked out of them. She looked like she kind of wanted to keep going. So it, it was kind of one of those. Yeah, she um, was game. I mean, like, that's tough to watch. Like, that's yeah. tough to watch to see yeah. someone's face transform like that during yeah. a match like it's yeah. tough to watch because you just kind of know what's happening but like i mean she, she just she never looked out of control like right it's so complex and we can get into it i guess but it's like yeah. amanda nunez was so dominant yet Lee spencer was always just kind of like 
I don't know what to do, but I'm, I'm hanging something. in there, yep. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and it was, that was a really interesting thing to watch. Yeah. So, anyway. uh, and one, one thing, uh, as well with that and very much in regards to that, uh, Amanda looked like she was playing with her food for yeah, half of this fight. God, she yeah. looked, she, her nickname, her fight name is the lioness. And it was like, she looks like when my cats are like playing with a bug or something or like yeah. only with the most powerful muscles you can imagine uh, in a relatively small size, like compacted into like the one of the best fighters at this size genuinely ever to do it. Uh, just absolutely. Uh, the fight where she kind of dominated Cyborg, who at that point was also thought of as one of the best in the world, was like kind of the turning point, I feel like, uh, for for Nunez's like utter domination in this sport. Um, the, the real problem here is like nobody knows who she should fight next. Nobody is this good. Uh, the only the only person who's really given her a hard time in the last few years has been Valentina Shevchenko, who's the 125 pound champion. And they've fought twice. Shevchenko has lost both times, but it's been really close, like actually very, very close. She's the only one who can kind of give her a run for her money, but she's she's 20 pounds smaller. Like it it genuinely sucks for her to be that much smaller. So there's a whole lot going on with that. Uh, but another thing I want to say about Amanda Nunes that also makes her kind of pride goals for me is how much respect and affection she has for her opponents. Like she's all fucking business uh, in the cage, but she also does the handshake at the beginning and ending of rounds. At, when she wins the belt, she is like absolutely exalted. And the, like the first thing she does is goes over to Felicia, hugs her, lets her wear the belt and is like just a fucking class act about it. She's not just like, fuck you, dude. Like, she's, no, she's like your champion too kind of thing. And like giving her hugs and giving her a lot of attention and affection and like respect for going to kind of going in there and doing it and, and being as tough as she was, which I think is amazing. Like she just has incredible sportsmanship as well as <laughs> is this good. <laughs> I have such a wrestling brain. So I kind of want to know what LB thinks of this match sure. before I talk about how I feel about Amanda Nunes. Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, so I actually, most of my comments are the title of this chat that I created. Oh, um, yeah. So if we can revisit that, I did. We Please. are recording with Discord. Um, I made a little group chat with the three of us and then did rename it. Ouch, ouch, my head and face. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much where I come down with this fight uh, is ouch, ouch. Uh, I never want to get hit by anyone, but especially not Amanda Nunez. Yeah. I'm really glad she's chosen the UFC um, and not, I don't know world domination i'm glad she's a good person <laughs> with good sportsmanship yeah. because yeah. like yeah. it's some real with great power comes great responsibility shit because i am convinced she could punch the whole world yeah. at once yes and just take over and rule over all of us like some kind of uh high fantasy warlord yeah um, we like a lot of these billionaires like elon musk they talk about terraforming have they just asked uh amanda nunez to punch the earth because yeah. she could do yeah because I oh feel my god like, the boring what we don't need to no we the don't boring need these company. idiots no <laughs> not at she all she could just punch through the ground yeah like <laughs> i hadn't seen her before and i I didn't watch the full fight. Um, I was given like the slow motion highlights. Yeah. I feel like those are just really fun for seeing like perfect technique. <laughs> so that's what yeah. I, that's what I picked for this. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect technique. Also, 
of like yeah like one punch man shit like <laughs> yeah like i'm so i'm shocked that what's the name of the, the opponent felicia um spencer. felicia spencer that felicia spencer didn't just explode right <laughs> yeah that's that's what i'm saying is that like amanda nunez was obviously winning this thing from bell to bell like oh yeah Okay. Like there was no doubt like Amanda Nunez was never in trouble, but like the fact that Spencer fucking hung in there and survived, as far as I know, survived. Yeah. yeah. Well, she uh, didn't still explode living. on impact. Yeah. yeah. Which I, is what I, I would do. I mean, I'm <laughs> gen- I mean, genuinely, I mean, Felicia Spencer must be the real fucking deal, too, because that was just yeah. like that was a that was a beating. Um, yeah. 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 Yes. No. I would explode on impact. I feel like most things would explode on impact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my main thoughts was, oh, my God. I actually really would like to see like a full a full fight. Sure. Of hers just to get a better. But like, oh, I, I just. Yeah, I this was the first. This was like. Uh, this is like some of the most wowed I have been by seeing someone's technique and like yeah. just sheer power. Yeah, you you definitely didn't. um you definitely didn't undersell Nunez's dominance. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like I, I, I really like this was the first match I've seen of Nunez. Like I, I've probably seen highlights and stuff. And obviously you've talked about her for, you know, as long as you've oh, worked yeah. here, uh, oh, yeah. but it's, but big, it's like big fan if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah. you're, you're right. And, um, this is, uh, you know, uh, an unfortunate comparison because the guy is such a, a fucking bummer, but like, sure. She reminds me of Floyd Mayweather uh, as a boxer who is an absolute bummer of a person, which Amanda Nunes is not. Um, But like I've watched a few of his fights and he's mm, if you don't appreciate the the act of fighting, Mm -hmm. they're boring in the sense that. You, you know, I think a casual might want to come in and look for a knockout or look for a really flashy submission or, you know, whatever. But if you really know fighting and study it, it's like uh, like it is astonishing how good Nunez is at just controlling every single part of the fight. And a lot of boxers like Mayweather and others have kind of made their careers doing that. Um, does Nunez have like a lot of. um a lot of uh scores decisions like is she does she is that frequent for her does she often submit or knock out her opponent she has a lot of both okay (laughs) especially later on in her career i think her record is like 20 and 3 she has a couple of losses she actually does have a couple of losses let's see uh let's look at that record um which came early and like her her sort of problem yeah. Uh, back in the day when she did have, uh, you know, some losses was that she would gas out. She was always oh. incredible. She was always like a really, really talented fighter. And she also, yeah. by the way, has a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Like, you see how good her striking is? Sorry. Yeah, right. she's 24 and up. So she does have four losses. She would gas out a little bit. And if people could kind of survive her uh, at first... You know, then she could like, you know, yeah, Alexis Davis actually has a, a win over her way early. And Kat Zingano, other really good bantamweights, basically, because yeah. uh, she fought at bantamweight for a, a long time. Still does, actually. Yeah, she still has the bantamweight belt as well. I believe against Jermaine Durandamy, that also went five rounds, but was like a, a, a very obvious unanimous decision. Uh, I mean, her, sure. 
her last loss was six years ago. Oh yeah, it's it's so been it's a very been a long time. It's been yeah. a very long time. Uh, so yeah, she would get. Uh, yeah, she would get. Um, wow, uh, LB, <laughs> uh, she beat Shayna Baszler in 2015. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's the stats right there, I guess. Yeah, I just did not see the. Uh, yeah, oh, it was I didn't, like, know, it was just I didn't know she'd be Shannon Baszler. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. here. <laughs> so when when I was watching this live, like you and I kind of exchanged texts about like yeah. what a good what a good sport uh, Amanda Nunez is. And like, I, I agree with you. Like, she seems like a total class act. I love it. My wrestling brain, though, is just like when I watch when I watch a champion be that dominant, like you said, play with her food and then just be like, here's the belt. You can wear it for a second. I go, oh, this is this is a fucking goody two shoes face looking for a heel like this is this is like perfect shit of like. Like like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger going to a state fair and like arm wrestling a bunch of kids and then acting like that they they can beat him but then just winning and being like ha ha, ha and tussling their hair it's like okay sure. like it's a li- like I, like watching that I was a little like all right we get in Amanda like, you get, like I don't know like I think I totally I take a lot of that on its face and she seems genuinely cool like her post her post fight interview was really sweet and yeah. um and like and cool and she seems great but I did see some of that and I'm like <laughs> oh boy like yeah. someone, someone's gonna come out of the woodwork and be like the shittiest person to kind of match this energy. So I don't know. It's, yeah. it's. I'm looking forward to that. This was my first UFC event in like a decade, and I. Oh, I'm so excited! I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. So. Oh, I'm yeah. so 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 glad to hear that. I I I, I don't only just want to infect people with MMA brain because that's also a curse. Uh, but like. <laughs> But when it comes to like really great fights and, and yeah. fighters that like feel pretty good to support as well, like uh, Amanda Nunez feel I, I'm not saying everything she said is perfect. I'm not saying everything she's done is perfect, but she seems in all of her interactions to be a pretty classy fighter oh, and a pretty yeah, yeah. classy person and yes. has been like just a really it's just really fucking awesome that she's been openly queer for so long. much longer than a lot of people have been out you know and has always had her girlfriend now fiance uh i guess soon to be wife and co-parent of her child they're in the corner with her you you can hear nina screaming for her like in during all the matches and even years ago before she was the champ champ you know considered the most dominant ever the commentators like to their credit like especially john anik who's has said some good things over the years comments on that and, and talks about that and is like and her you know her her partner here blah 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 like her fiance here blah 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 like giving that kind of credit in a way like that yeah. meant a lot to me especially a few years ago before it was necessarily the thing you would hear in sports in such a male-dominated yeah. macho yeah. kind of environment like hearing that was very very cool for me and her being out 
She's given some interviews about that where she said, and she does, she is like a, a, a native uh, Brazilian Portuguese speaker. So, you know, sometimes in the interviews there, there's both like, you can't always tell if like she's just so excited and not quite getting everything out or, you know, which is completely fair. Like she speaks great English. It's not like a, any, any kind of problem or anything. Uh, but like she said things like, hey, if I'm gay and I can do it, like, I, I hope that means something to other people. And like, it's, yeah. it's just really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and she did try to kind of say this was like a little bit of a, a, a charming moment. I think she was trying to say something really positive about affecting positive change in the world at the end of her interview on Saturday. But I think she may have just been like so excited that it didn't quite come out. And like Joe Rogan is just sitting there like, yeah, like just yeah. <laughs> like didn't quite know how to like, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, like there I mean, was just that moment though, of like, he says, oh. yeah, definitely to everything. Yeah, he does. I, for, for sure. For sure. I was about to say the exact same thing. It's like, yeah, that's yeah, pretty much how he. Like so the last thing him. he's heard, he yeah. will say, yeah, definitely to it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like, I think like that is really impressive. Um, yeah. yeah. Just like I'm not a big sports person, but sure. I do know like the amount of homophobia in real sports. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, wrestling as yeah. well, but real sports and especially like women's sports. Uh, like, yeah. There, like, it's a very specific kind of homophobia and a very specific kind of like pressure to be closeted, mm-hmm. um, in like every every single you know every single different sport sure. that women competed, sure. um, you know, all of them, yeah. and like that Amanda Nunez has been out for this whole like all this time and is so public about it, like that's really really cool, and I yeah I have a lot of respect for that. I also have a lot of respect uh, for the fact that according to the UFC stats you just sent me, her reach is 69 inches. It's perfect. <laughs> it's <Nice>. perfect. <laughs> if only she were also born on 420. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dr- like that's that's who's going to defeat her. That is the person born right. on 420 <laughs> with a 69 inch reach. Computer, show me all MMA <laughs> fighters born on 420. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, that's what it's going to take. That's what it's gonna take. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, I'm I'm so so glad I could share uh, my absolute joy uh, about Amanda Nunez. Um, and I, I have looked up pictures of her. <sighs> I'm now looking at pictures of her and Nina Ansarov, and they're so cute. So they're so cute, cute. especially yeah. this picture where Amanda's wearing a little suspenders outfit, yeah. which I always love. I always love some suspenders. Yeah, the only that's, the- that's so good. Sorry. The only MMA fighter listed on the Wikipedia page for April 20th is Nate Marquardt. So that's, oh, not, that's not, that's out. He's out. He's like a welterweight, I think. Yeah. Maybe a middleweight. I don't know. Yeah, that's, it's out of the Bummer. picture. Don't worry. Somebody will come. Somebody will somebody, come. Somebody will emerge. But for now, I am so happy we have our queen, the lioness, Amanda Nunes. Uh, also, like, really quick note. I know we have to go really soon, but I just also genuinely love that she does not feel like she needs to dress super feminine or anything like that. I know a lot of women athletes have that sort of pressure to be like, oh, because you're in this kind of macho sport, definitely like wear pink or wear dresses or wear whatever. And anybody, of course, who wants to do that should do that. But like she does have like a really like I just am attracted to this. I think it's wonderful. I I think it's really cool when uh, when like women uh are are like super comfortable being like a little butch or being like a little like having a little bit of a mask presentation it's oh my god it just makes me so happy oh my god uh, this, picture! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this picture oh, like, 
share I just... this picture of <laughs> Nina uh, and, and Amanda, and they look so good, and they're so cute, and oh my god, Amanda's wearing, like, a little, like, blazer, and that's it, and it's, oh. It's like a blazer vest and a string bikini, like a bikini. and it's like, yeah. it's like, it is the oh. most, like, rooftop <laughs> pool, yeah. uh, like, <laughs> yeah, it's the most rooftop pool, like, oh. Like when, Di- like when Dyke Day would have their yes. like a party at the rooftop standard yes. pool yes. downtown, like that. This is the fit. This is for the that. Like, exactly this is so it. that one. Right. This is the one. Right. It is so good. Oh it my is, god! It is <laughs> such like yeah, like f- like a little bit fuckboy DJ, yeah. no, but like yeah. it's so yeah. powerful, <laughs> and they look so happy. And Nina's holding this glass of wine, and I just like love. Also, Nina's like. Dorky pirate tattoos. So endearing. Oh my gosh, she's got like a compass and an anchor and like a little like uh, boat wheel. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's ador- is she like into pirate stuff? I guess so. That's I think so they're cute. both like adorable nerds who are so good at punching. Like that's kind of like genuinely their vibe. And I oh love it. <laughs> goals, goals for days, goals for weeks, days like goals for life. Honestly, I, I want to send them this like kids book I had when I was a kid yeah. for their daughter uh, about like women pirates. Yes, <laughs> it's oh like my a God. big part of why I am the person I am today. <laughs> I wonder if I could find it and then find their address and be like, "Hi, I don't know you, but you, your kid needs this book. Your, your baby needs this book. Thank <laughs> you." <laughs> Read to your baby about female pirates. Oh, I love it so much. I'm so glad. Ah, thank you. Thank you both for being here on this beautiful journey uh, with me. This beautiful worshiping of uh, of our our lioness and queen and also (laughs) our, our queen, Nyla Rose. Two queens, really. Uh, yeah. that I'm very, very yeah. proud. Good, good, good app for queens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two wifed up queens. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's, well, there's the name of the episode. Is uh, <laughs> two, two wifed up queens. Uh-huh. That's it. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I know we have to go to a meeting, so I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with us. Please do rate and review our podcast because it does help us. We really appreciate it. Uh, and listen to all of our stuff at fanbite.com slash podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media at Fanfight, F-A-N-F-Y-T-E, of course, on Instagram at Fanbyte, on TikTok at Fanbyte, and of course on fanbyte.com. You can watch our streams at twitch.tv slash fanbyte, and you should definitely check out all of our good wrestling coverage at fanbyte.com slash wrestling. LB, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hunk Tears. Uh, again, like Danielle just said, check out our wrestling coverage. Wrestling, it's like it's all starting back up again. Um, so we are like our wrestling coverage is kind of getting back to the normal pace. Uh, so check all that out. We're going to have a bunch of New Japan coverage coming up soon. Oh, uh, I'm so excited about nice. that, Elby. Yes. I am so excited about Me the too. New Japan Cup. All right. Sorry. I just had to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fucking sick. Uh, yeah. The New Japan Cup this year. So, Danielle, like uh, we watched some of the G1 uh, in previous episodes, yeah. they, New Japan does these tournaments. Uh, usually in the spring, they do in the early spring, they do a single elimination heavyweight tournament and then they do a round robin uh junior heavyweight tournament because it is now the summer they have combined both of them to be a single elimination open weight tournament 
So you're gonna, there's gonna be a ton of matchups that we've never seen before Ooh. against smaller That's guys rad. and bigger guys. Yeah. It's gonna be so fucking cool. I'm so jazzed. Um, maybe we can watch some of it. I, yeah, we should yeah. for sure. Oh hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be very cool. So keep an eye out for all of that. Fanbyte.com slash wrestling. Fanfight on Twitter if you just want to see the articles. Hunk Tears on Twitter if you want to see my uh, opinions on stuff like Kate Bush lyrics and which ones I think are secretly annoying. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I like that. Uh, thank you for that. John, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me losing my mind about Khajiit lore at uh, <laughs> Floppy Adult on Twitter. Good. Yeah. Extremely good. Oh, man. I, I am so happy about that. I You can find me if you want to, uh, probably, uh, <laughs> talking about MMA way too much. At Danielle R.I. Shall we do a punch sound effect for this one? Should we do just because we, we talked about ouch, ouch, my face? Like, should we go out on a punch, do we think? Yeah, let me just get those barbed ones out of my oh, head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Ready? Right on three. Clean. Okay. One, two, three. Ow! My face! I just punched my hand for real! It hurts! <laughs> they both hurt! <laughs>